welcome to another episode of Super Gamer Boys. I am your host, Garrett Morlang, and here in the studio with me is the other incomparable host, the one, the only, JJ Purdom. How's it going, Garrett? Hey, it's going all right. Hand hurts a little bit. Why does it masturbatory? No, definitely not. Uh, no, there was an incident over the weekend uh, with a... Uh, Homeless a, person. Yeah, let's go with that. But uh, yeah, other than that, homeless doing, raccoon doing great. Homeless raccoon, homeless dog. It's a little closer. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, how have things uh, been going with you? I'm pissed. Let's just go ahead and start it off hot right out the gate. I am angry, and I don't get angry easy. I'm usually a really happy person, as you probably know. I'm the guy who's whistling and singing, walking around happy, like sunshine on my shoulders. No, I'm mad. I'm super pissed this week. Okay. They canceled Santa Clarita Diet. Netflix sucks. I mean, it must not have been a good show. No, it was a great show, dude. I just got done binge watching the third season, and here's the sad part. I just started watching the show not that long ago. I kept going, that looks stupid. And then I watched it, and I super got into it. The second season dropped a couple days later. I binged through that. I convinced my wife, honey, please watch this show with me. It's going to be awesome. It's a zombie thing. She's like, I hate zombie things. She watched it. We loved it. We watched it together. Season three comes out, and it's one of those things where you're just like, man, I'm giving it all up, man. Netflix is amazing. I love Netflix. It's only 10 bucks a month. They've got all this original, awesome content. We, we binge-watched through season three. And then they pulled the rug and out And then they pulled you. the rug out. I <laughs> fell down. I chipped a tooth. Man, it just hurts so bad, as you can probably tell. I'm, I'm just, I'm hurt. That's rough. That's I'm rough. Hurt. Um, I mean, like I said, obviously it wasn't that good of a show. I never gave it a shot, but. No, as I recall, I told you be, to watch it. Garbage, you started to you watch know? it, and then you like were too scared. You're like, oh, they're killing on there. Yeah, People you know are me, dying. I'm just a big, big scaredy cat. Yeah. Um, he still carries around his blankie and stuff like that. Well, maybe this will make you happy. Um, so I actually they're renewing it for a fourth season. That's exactly what I was going to say. Oh, thank God. Uh, no, I uh, actually totally forgot to talk to you bef- like pre-podcast about this, but. It's our half birthday. <gasps> We're six months old on the 13th. So Six months old. Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. We are. We're still like sucking on the teat of mama and well, the mama podcast bear. <laughs> mama podcast. Yeah, there, there's like, I, I think bears have multiple teats. I'm not really sure if it's know. like a dog like that. Don't they know. only have That's two not, teats. Not where I was going with this, but uh, Google the teat thing. Um, what I was gonna go through is this some uh, cool. I was gonna. I told you earlier. I would get. I was like, oh, maybe I'll get like a cool like party favor, you know, horn or something. Uh-huh. Uh, I didn't download the app, so just imagine a a party horn right here, dude. If I would have known that it was like the six month birth, I would have baked like a giant cake. Giant cake, and I would like. Jumped out of it, you know, with awesome. like a two piece on, and like that oh, would not be awesome. Happy birthday, no, you have Mr. to jump out. President. You have to jump out with your Super Gamer Boy shirt on. No, and nothing else. <laughs> yeah, baby. No. Uh, but yeah, isn't that isn't that crazy? Six months, no, we're still going. Amazing. People still listen to our podcast. A lot of people listen to our people, podcast. We now. actually. Uh, so uh, I didn't put out another social media post because it just seemed gratuitous. It's a little <laughs> redundant. But because uh, a it... week ago, we hit 2,000 downloads. And just uh, a day or two ago, we hit 3,000 downloads already. So 
basically we're big time now. Yeah, we're big league in it. You should see us. We, we're wearing uh, sunglasses in the studio right now while we're. I bought my uh, my fancy uh, Rolex watch. I got my gold Bentley out front. We're yeah, rolling. I've got a Timex on, and outside right now I have a pest control van that's got like a lot <laughs> of decals of bugs, like large yeah. roaches and stuff on it. Well, it's, it's one of those things where, like, you just gotta, you just dream it into existence. That's why I'm buying all the nice things. Like, I'm just willing it into existence. Oh, yeah. If I buy all the nice, expensive things now, our podcast will be successful. That's how it works. You fake it till you make it. Kind fake of it thing. till you make I'd it. Say, exactly. Say, there's something to be said about that. Yeah. But uh, I just thought it'd be cool to share a couple of cool stats about the podcast since I feel like we don't really have much other to talk about in the news today. There was not a lot that happened last week. I, I got a couple of, like, really cool ones that you probably aren't aware of that, like, uh, right off the top of my head. I'm worried. Two, oh, you should be. But go, go I ahead, I guess. Be, I can I'd always censor this out later. Please do not. That's the whole point. You got <laughs> it right off the top. Two different times, JJ has said inappropriate jokes that Garrett has went back and <laughs> cut the entire segment out of. Two different times in the last six yeah, months. And you guys didn't even notice. <laughs> no clue whatsoever because he did it so effortlessly. And then yeah. when I listen back later, I'm like, dude, you cut out the whole segment? The whole thing? Yeah. And you're like, we might have gotten a lot of uh, inappropriate mail. I'll let, leave it up no, to your the imagination. No, mail wasn't inappropriate. It wouldn't have been inappropriate. Your joke was inappropriate. <laughs> well, it was for the betterment well, of everyone. Yeah, maybe. We have like a, a secret, uh, you know, uh, safe word here. And so, yeah, whenever JJ says something bad, I just yell that secret safe word. And then he knows, yep, I'm cutting that out of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, no one, but you guys don't know what the safe word is, so. You'll never, you'll never figure it out. I'm going to need you to write that down yeah. so I can know. For the <laughs> and that's why, that's why he doesn't stop telling those bad jokes because he doesn't know the safe word. What can um, I say? I just try, you know, I go for the gold. It's like I told you uh, last time you cut out a, I think you cut out a good 10 minute uh, story that I had. 15 minutes, yeah. Was it 15? Yeah, that was a lot of content. That's pretty bad. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little hurt when you do that because, uh, Sometimes you take chances in comedy, buddy. Uh, sometimes you just say stuff. Oh, I'm I fine don't... with you taking chances. Just know that sometimes <laughs> they're garbage. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. That's all. Ah. Uh, but no, another cool stat. I have actually some countries here. Different. We have so many countries. Different besides the United States. You know, you guys aren't the only ones in the world. There's other countries in the world. <laughs> you listen to our podcast. Uh, we have listeners from Canada. And this is an order by most downloads to least. And downloads. we just really appreciate your story for all the inappropriate stuff yeah. that we see about your jokes. We're so sorry. Very sorry. Uh, United Kingdom. You see, that's the great thing about all the people from England. They're so they're so cool. Lots of people from the United Kingdom listen to our podcast, and we know that you're listening and you're just you're thrilled with the content we give you each week. I like how the accent. It, just, like, like, it was like around. three, three because there's, there's so many different countries <laughs> that started are like, out right, wine, kind of morphed into yeah, a little John Lennon, uni- and went into I don't know what that is. Yeah, well, the United Kingdom has so <laughs> many different, like oil. you know, Scotland and Ireland. Yeah, so yeah. I could have done that. I could have like done the Scottish thing for a little while. And then I could have done like an Irish thing, you know, up a little higher with a with a little bit of a more nasally type of thing right there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are you doing accents for all these? Because there's a lot of countries here. I'm going to keep trying. Let's go. Okay, Italy. Hey, mamma mia, yep. over the top. Okay. Uh, I don't know why. I'm like a pizza pie. That's enough of that. Maybe we shouldn't do accents for everyone. <laughs> that sounds, or else that might be, be a segment super that, stereotypical. That's, that's you might have to cut, cut out. Yeah, and yeah. then everyone misses the rest of this segment. So, uh, Australia. Uh, Papua New Guinea, Spain, Singapore, Hungary, Ireland. I just want to shout out Papua New Guinea. The only reason there's downloads there because of my parents. It's the only reason. And uh, otherwise, there would no be no downloads on Papua New Guinea. And we absolutely love Mr. and Mrs. Morlang. Happy uh, 
Mother's Day a little late, Mrs. Morling. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Hungary, Ireland, Sweden, Philippines, Denmark, Chile, or Chile, uh, South Korea, Mexico, Niger, Romania, Brazil, Germany, France, Kuwait, Luxembourg, Russia, and then there's 41 downloads from others. Like, you know what's Good awesome? old country of other. <laughs> I like in listening to all of those things. Like in all honesty, there was only like three or four that I couldn't do accents or dialects for. I'm actually pretty proud of myself. I was listening. Can do it. Can do it. Can do it. Can do it. There's a lot of the stuff in life that I can't do, but I can do stereotypical you, you, voices you can really do well. Stereotypical voices uh, to a fault sometimes. Um, <laughs> yes, and yes, and uh, but yeah, our most uh downloaded episode is actually let me bring it up here our most recent one, episode 24. Nicholas Cage Ruins Our Lives had 240 downloads. That's amazing, isn't that crazy? There and was the second best was episode one with 237, so right behind it. Wow, <laughs> people love that. Crappy old episode one. That episode one. I wish people wouldn't listen to that because that's that's the worst. Like I should just delete them so no one can listen to like episode one through ten. You know what's great about episode one though? Episode one was the one that started it all, and that's actually the name of the episode. It's so much different than than the ones that we get now currently. I mean, it's still the the two same people. I feel like we had a very different like mission when we started the podcast. Oh, absolutely. It's completely like formed into something different, which is. Not that it's bad. It's just, yeah, different. Yeah, it's morphed into something totally different than what it started out as, yeah. But, yeah, it's pretty cool. So thank you all for listening. Uh, I beg you, just because we've hit them this many, like 3,000 downloads, doesn't mean we don't need you to share it uh, because, yeah, we still need you to share it. We want to be making 1,000 downloads a week, baby. We want to take over the world! This is the whole point, is to just control everything. Here comes a stereotypical voice. We want to control everything! We want to own all podcasting everywhere. Screw the Adam Carolla! Yeah, you're going down. Screw the other people that have podcasts that are big, like, kind of funny. Yeah, really funny. (laughs) Yeah, my brother, my brother, me... We are like brothers in Christ, so it's like the same thing, you know? We are going to crush everyone. Like a fat guy sitting on a on a small midget person. Yep, that's our goal. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, thank you all for listening and uh, for just loving on our podcast. It's been crazy to see the support. So, and yeah, if you yeah. haven't, go check us out on patreon.com slash supergamerboys. I keep forgetting we're on Patreon. Because if all of those people who download our episodes supported us, we'd be able to make you guys so much more content. But they don't. Oh, my gosh. And a few lovely, incredible supporters. If everybody, like, gave a dollar, I would be able to afford to get, like, a giant cake and, like, pop out of it. And we'd put that on the social medias. We totally would. Nothing but my Super Gamer Boy shirt. And I mean that. And a I'd, whole I'd probably, lot of blurred uh, part uh, of that photo. Most of it would be blurred. We digitize a whole lot of, like, you know, ball area. So... <laughs> I don't know. We might need to just completely black it out. It's a censor strip. <laughs> it's not going to take much of blacking it out or censoring. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you haven't though, go check out Patreon. Uh, we have a few tiers. Um, and uh, yeah, it helps us make cool stuff for you. And it uh, gives you guys a cool chance to be part of the show. The higher up tier you go, uh, like our producer, Matt Liu, um, 
he gets a shout out every week and uh, he may- plays a major part a lot of times in the episodes. He's had different segments and uh, even secret segments that JJ and some of you other listeners don't realize that he's doing under the scenes, under the hood, I guess, behind yeah. the scenes. Yeah, not that long ago, he was able to get in and help change my PSN name yeah. because it was it was brought up between Garrett and I, and I think it was either the last episode or one before that, where Matt Lou, our producer, jumped in, made the hot tag live on the air, at least live while we were recording, and uh, he ended up choosing my fate. And now- Which, my- by the way, we're doing that tonight. As soon as we're done with the recording- No problem. We're changing it right here on my computer, taking no a picture and posting it on social media. What are we changing it to again, Garrett? It was Bug Slayer for God 00777. I love all the numbers at the end. Isn't that fantastic? It's <laughs> much better than what you have now. The other thing that, that producer <laughs> Matt Liu did- is he brought this awesome segment, and by awesome, I mean really crappy segment called Losing Reviews. And the only people losing anything are you and I when we have to view movies like Mortal Kombat. We we sat through, well, you sat through Mortal Kombat. I I fell asleep. asleep. (laughs) And, And also the other thing that we watched, the Nicolas Cage classic, the iconic film, The Wicker Man. The Wicker Man, baby. I'll never get that time back, Matt Lou, but we appreciate you. We and- appreciate the support. <laughs> don't stop supporting us. No, please, please, please don't. Uh, um, and then also shout out to our Patreon sponsor, Bill Bird. Big Bill. Big Bill. Big B. Big B. Cool. Uh, what do you say we actually get to some news, huh? Why not? Is it that time? It's time for the nerdy nudes. It's time for the nerdy nudes. <laughs> Alrighty, uh, so like I said, it's kind of was light this week. There's a few cool things, but nothing that you know it's going to take forever for us to talk about. We so. just make stuff up. That's what you usually do when you're strapped. Yeah, yeah, content. you know me. Let's make garbage up. Uh, <laughs> so the first thing on uh, the docket is Ghost Recon Breakpoint uh, was announced last week. They had a, um, a pretty big. Uh, um, reveal stream basically for about 30 40 minutes they released new trailers they released a story trailer they released a gameplay footage um, kind of went in depth uh, it is slated for and this article is by Mike Mahardy over at GameStop I kind of used his um, little uh, whatchamacallit here to uh, kind of summary that way I can give you guys the the main points here um, it's slated for an October 4 release, which I'm psyched about, coming out this year. So, like, for, that's amazing. They're announcing it, and right away it's coming out. Like, we don't have to wait, like, two I years for this to come out. Love the no waiting. I'm stoked. Oh. Uh, the less we have to wait, the better. <laughs> um, although, that's really close to Borderlands. Borderlands is, uh, Borderlands is September, isn't it? Yeah. Even still, Borderlands is a big game. Uh, Breakpoint follows in the vein of 2017's Ghost Recon Wildlands with a massive world four-player co-op and a mix of tactical firefights and vehicle combat. Despite similarities, though, Breakpoint may be the franchise's biggest departure yet. Uh, it is based in on the fictional island of Aria, Aroa. I'm not sure the pronunciation of that. believe it's pronounced Ariola. <clears throat> nope, definitely not. Uh, but it takes place in a... Uh, the South Pacific, a Pacific arc. Oh man, this is a good hard word. Um, archipelago. That's the one. Archipelago. 
with rocky coasts, dense forests, and even a volcano. In terms of ecosystems, think small-scale New Zealand. Uh, Ar- Aroa, it's really, it's really weird spelling, I'm telling you. Uh, Aroa Just make it up. Make serves it as work. the headquarters of a corporation focused on AI research and advanced military technology. When the company goes radio silent, you're sent in to investigate only to discover that one of your former teammates has taken over the island. If you've played Wildlands' recent Operation Oracle DLC, you'll recognize the rogue agent is Cole Walker, played by John Bernthal of Marvel and Netflix's The Punisher fame. So I think that's pretty sweet. I love that more and more games are bringing like real actors to be a part of it. Like we see it with, I mean, Death Stranding's a big one. Like it has Mads Mikkelsen. It has uh, uh, Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead. Like That's where I know John um, Bernthal from is from The Walking Dead. Yeah, so John Bernthal coming in from The Walking Dead or he plays a Punisher. Um, games are doing that more and more where they're straight up just having real actors in them. I love that. Like That's I love amazing. that it's that it's not just... Uh, um Troy Baker Troy Baker he does voice acting I don't think he's a, his likeness has ever been in a game he does a lot of voice acting oh. he's actually going to be in Death Stranding so who knows maybe we will see him but uh <laughs> yeah you're just saying that because we've talked about it before and you didn't know who he was no I knew who Troy Baker is fake I'm, gamer. I'm not a fake but, uh, gamer um, I finished games buddy <laughs> uh in Breakpoint you're not the predators but the prey uh, as Ubisoft told me, you'll be continually hunted by Cole, his agents, and their newly acquired drone army. This sets the stage for a more stealth-oriented experience. By crouching in ferns or going prone in tall grass, you can enter concealment a la modern Assassin's Creed titles. You can even cover yourself in mud should a sh- nearby patrol emerge from the woods or a group of drones pass overhead. So that's the coolest thing. This whole game is supposed to be like super hyper-realistic. We watch some gameplay. The dude is running. He gets shot in the leg. He gets shot in the arm. And instead of just, like, the screen turning red and you just continue to run, your little health bar goes down. No, his arm, like, he starts running and his left arm is just, like, limp at his side. He's, like, uh, he's um, stumbling and kind of limping as he's running. And he has a little stamina meter that's dropping. And as it drops, he gets more and more exhausted and he's moving slower and slower. He falls down a hill. He gets back up at the bottom. He nearly dies because his stamina meter is so like depleted and he's so he starts blacking out the screen starts fading to black as if he's gonna like pass out and then you know he gets up bandages his arms he has to do his arm he does his leg he stabs himself with some adrenaline he's good to go but just that whole interaction in a normal game is like oh you just get out of cover and wait 30 seconds and you're healed the fact that this game like showed every one of those steps made it super hyper realistic. He's like spitting blood and stuff while you're running. That was the most incredible thing I've ever seen was the fact that when he's sitting there and his arm is hanging hanging loose and useless at his side. He starts shooting and he's not using his left hand to hold his like he's just using his right arm to like kind of shoot and like, you know, tuck it in the the crook of his like elbow or something and he, he's coughing and then spitting up blood i mean it's like wow that's yeah. there's such detail went into this game it's so amazing uh, and then you see him like sitting there wrapping himself up and bandaging himself and giving that adrenaline shot and it's like dude this looks incredible tom clancy doesn't put his name on bad stuff yeah no this looks great i and i think it's much needed right now because everyone's been begging for a new splinter cell game like er, people want the stealth game so badly and they're just not bringing it back so the fact that they're kind of bringing those stealth elements to this where yeah someone pops out of the woods you're like oh shoot i gotta hide you just lay down on the ground and like kind of s- s- 
you know, lather yourself in mud, sink down in the mud, um, you know, a la predator or something, just lay on the ground and you can like hide in a mud puddle essentially, or like climb up in a tree and hide in the, in the top of a tree or whatever. Like I love that stealth aspect. I did previous... the same thing last week when a Jehovah's Witness came down my street. I threw myself into the mud and rolled through. <laughs> I, I know it sounds bad, but it's the truth. I'll do whatever it takes to not have to talk to people sometimes. <laughs> Which is surprising because you'll talk to like, you generally talk with anyone at any time, but. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm an introvert. Yeah, an introvert. That's hard. That's real hard to believe. I know. That's really hard to breathe. <laughs> um, but no, I, I love that stealth aspect so much because I miss being able to just like disappear in Splinter Cell. And so in previous Ghost Recon games, you're just like run and gun, shoot him up. There's a little bit of stealth, but it never had <clears throat> the hardcore mechanics like a Splinter Cell. So I feel like they're really like merging the two, which is exciting. I can't wait. Um so go check out some of those trailers. The game looks insane. We watched the story trailer, and JJ, when we fin- finished it, he's like, this is like the premise of a movie. Like, this would be a like an sweet movie or like, like a TV show or something. Movie. Like, it's like the this company, it just basically gets too much power making these uh, AI drones that are all like, basically, they think for themselves, they do their own thing. Uh, they're originally used for security, and then the next thing you know, like, they go bad. And then the company secludes itself on an island, and goes, like it says, radio silent, and that's when the ghosts are sent in to investigate. Like, it honestly, sounds like such a cool premise. Honestly, if it's one thing that you guys do listening to Garrett and myself, go watch the, uh, the story trailer. The story yeah. trailer, because it really is amazing. And the and gameplay it, trailer. It's only the like gameplay trailer is 13 awesome. minutes or It something. really is awesome. But that story trailer was like watching a movie. It's like, man, I'm into this story. Yeah. The story they're giving me is good, and you know I'm all about the story. All about that. I have to tell people stories constantly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Cool. Uh, the next thing is uh, just real quick. Um, Nintendo has revealed their E3 plan. So this is nothing um, too crazy. Uh, it's really just they announced when they're going to be doing some of their uh, their big conference, which if you didn't realize – E3 is like the first or second week of June. So it's just like a couple weeks out. In like three weeks, E3 is happening, which is crazy. Like I can't wait. We're going to that, right? We're a Super Gamer Boys going to do a live pod right there. I wish. There. I wish. We're going to do that for the tickets, San Tickets are like hundreds of dollars. <laughs> no, no, but we're doing that for the San Diego Comic-Con, right? We're going to be there, Super Gamer Boys, going to do a I, podcast I, I mean, on. I'd be down if we can get the support. We can save up some money. I don't so know. you That'd heard it right here, Patreon supporters. Nope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patreon, if you want us to go to San Diego Comic-Con, we're not above handouts. We'll, we'll totally take we'll them. We'll beg for it. And we'll do anything for you. We'll do anything. Well, within reason. I'm not. I'm only jumping out of a cake once. Okay. Well, sorry, guys. I might even play uh, D and <laughs> I might even play D and D. Nintendo revealed that on its E3 2019 plans uh, on Thursday, confirming that we'll broadcast a new Nintendo Direct presentation on June 11th at 9 a.m. So it's kind of its normal slot, um, if I remember correctly. I think it's normally a morning thing. Uh, on that that uh, what is it? Eleventh is, um, yeah, Tuesday. So that's nothing different. They're just up until now we haven't heard exactly when they are doing it, but everyone assumed you know they pretty much do it the same time every year. Um, so has anybody stepped into Sony's place at E three yet? Um, there is. I want you to tell me Google Stadia right now. Google Stadia is going no. through and. 
taken um, over because well, it's such a big Sony was such a big part of E3. So, I mean, that's got to feel like a like kind of a whole or is Xbox. So it was it? it's Square Enix. Oh, OK. Took it over. So they're the ones who um, they're doing the new Final Fantasy remake. Uh, I mean, well, what was it? Was it two years ago they did the Avengers trailer for the Avengers game? We haven't heard anything about that in a couple of years, so maybe they'll talk about that. Uh, last year, they're the ones who put out uh, Project Octopath Traveler. So they do a lot of the JRPG games. So maybe, I'm not sure what they're going to have, but they took Sony's spot um, this year. So it'll be interesting. Um, Nintendo Direct E3, as Nintendo's calling it, will focus entirely on software. So basically all those rumors that the slim switch was coming out this month or beginning of next month, uh, seems like it's definitely not happening because they would have been announced by now or it would have been announced at E3. So it's only talking about software, only games. Uh, they're going to look at all the games scheduled to launch in 2019. Uh, the description appears to reinforce a declaration that Nintendo won't talk about the new model switch. Um, and I'm reading all this by Michael McWhorter over at Polygon, just so I cite my sources here. Don't want to sound like a brainiac when really they're doing the real work out there. <laughs> um, See, and I would have totally just taken credit. Like I, I mean, all my my opinions are my own. My opinion, and I have I have great opinions. But mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> um, the company announced the lineup. So they're going to talk Super Mario Maker Two, which actually that comes out next month. That's June. Fire Emblem Three Houses, Astral Chain, Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three, The Black Order, Dragon Quest Eleven S, Echoes of an Elusive Age, Definitive. <laughs> okay, yeah. Listen to this game one more, or this name one more time. This whole thing is one game. Dragon Quest Eleven S, Echoes of an Elusive Age Dash Definitive Edition. That is the stupidest name for a game I've ever heard. But <laughs> I'm that's, gonna say that's a Japanese name. It's a yeah, it's exactly it's a Japanese made game. <clears throat> uh, Animal Crossing for Nintendo Switch, Damon X Machina, Luigi's Mansion Three, Pokemon Sword and Shield, Oot Oot, uh, and The Legend oh, of Zelda: oh, yeah. Link's Awakening remake. So I'm stoked for that. Uh, we all knew it was gonna probably be happening on that day, but I just can't wait to hear more about. Animal Crossing. I can't wait to hear about the new Pokemon game. I'm excited for Luigi's Mansion, um, and I'm sure they're gonna. I would, I would be shocked if they didn't announce other new games that we don't know about. I'm kind of sad at the idea of them not announcing the uh, the Switch Lite. I was almost sure that they would have brought it up. Uh, if I, we we were hearing rumors about it coming out like next month. Yeah, so, this this month or next month, and then it just kind of like disappeared. Although like. Since then, there's been some other rumors like, well, maybe it'll be the fall. Um, mm -hmm. But I don't that's know, at this point, what I was gonna say. at this point, I could definitely see it coming out in the fall. But people just, I feel like people just keep coming up with rumors and speculation and just like, oh, it's, oh, it didn't come out now. Oh, it'll just come out then. Oh, it didn't come out now. Okay, it'll come out. Like, it's one of those things where it's just a, uh, I don't know, they just keep revision, like revisionist history. Not revisionist history, but they just keep... Uh, you know, amending their prediction. Like, oh, actually, I didn't mean now. I meant, you know, in two more months or something. <laughs> like, I don't know. So we'll <laughs> see if it ever really comes out. I'm sure they will, but... Well, yeah, I, they, I don't, they do I don't, traditionally do that, though. They do... They do. They will, they have, yeah. they have systems that they then end up coming up with more inexpensive eco models yes. later. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's Like with the D they, they had the Nintendo 3DS, and then they came out with the Nintendo 2DS, 
which had all the features of 3DS except minus the 3D screen. So it played all the games and stuff just without, you know, the 3D effect, which when people who own the 3DS didn't, most of them didn't use the 3D effect anyways. Flip on this, things have changed so much that I used to make fun of my brother for being a video game nerd, and then I became a video game nerd. Now I have a video game podcast I was listened to in so many different yeah. countries and all around the world. You're like nerdier now than... And my brother reached out to me uh, over the weekend saying, hey, uh, I wanted to run this deal by you. He said that he was thinking about either buying my nephew, who's just under four, a Switch, or buying him a 2DS uh, for really cheap with oh. with a handful of games. I'd go with a 2DS. So he went with the 2DS. There's literally and thousands and super thousands of games. Yeah. Yeah. My I went over and my nephew was just thrilled. He, he wouldn't even look up. Uncle's his favorite uncle. And like, <laughs> you know, I, I, I assume. He's never told me that. I just assume that I'm his favorite uncle. Right, 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 right. And, and he was just, he didn't care, man. <laughs> so... No, I, I really would recommend, like, because you've talked about getting stuff for your son. Like, even if you don't get him a, the Switch, like, <clears throat> they're still making 2DS and 3DS games. Like, there's literally thousands, like, a huge game library out there, and you can get them so cheap. Like, 80 or 90 bucks, you can get a 2DS. Yeah, he got it for 79 Yeah. And then he then he got, like, 20 bucks off of the console because he bought a couple of games. Okay. Yeah. So, um, I, I think he bought, like, three games, and, and so we got and they're like, off the console. And, and, they're just, and they're super tough, like, I mean. It, it seemed really sturdy. Yeah. yeah, like, you could chuck the thing, it's not going to break, because mm-hmm. it's not like a glass screen like the Switch, it's a plastic screen like a Game Boy or something, you can beat the thing to death, and I don't know. All right, well, I'm going to let you in a little secret. I hope my son is not listening. He never listens to the podcast. He doesn't know how to, like, download it anyway. <laughs> but, uh... So I just talk with the, my boss, and by my boss, I don't mean the person who pays me. I mean my wife that I love and adore, and I know she does listen to the podcast because I've walked into the room recently, and she's listening, and I'm like, oh, you're listening to that episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, you might, you know, fast forward to that part. Fast, just fast forward. It's all jokes, honey, just jokes. Uh, she and I just had a conversation earlier today about the Nintendo Switch Lite, and I and I'm thinking that it's coming out in the fall, and guaranteed that we're going to go ahead and get that uh, nice. for, for Christmas for my son. Yeah, cool. Yeah, that'll be. I've been talking about it for two years, dude. It's finally going to happen. Finally happening. Alrighty, uh, the last, actually, second to last news piece. The last thing isn't huge either, but um, the second to last thing is Sony PS4 State of Play news. Uh, so we talked about this the first State of Play a few weeks ago. They talked about VR games coming out as all well and good. Um, this time last week, um, they had another state of play. It was only about uh, 12 minutes long or something. Uh, and they talked about pretty, you know, a few cool things, nothing major, uh, but just some cool updates on games that we hadn't heard a lot about recently. Um, they had a little uh, little game called Riverbond that was um, announced. There's a game called uh, Away. That is in the trailer. Basically, they just show you controlling a sugar glider um, the whole time and running from different animals and stuff and fire. I don't know what that game's about. It looks kind of weird. You control a flying squirrel essentially, but that's cool. Yeah, I don't know what kind of squirrel that was, but it looked like if it got deep fried, it'd probably be pretty tasty. It tastes pretty good, Yeah. yeah. Um, That's my redneck roots coming out. <laughs> I'd eat that thing. You put some butter on it and stuff like that. You know, put it down in the crawl. That'd be pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 
uh, a new PS4 models coming out uh, every summer. They've been doing the Days of Play event, so they're releasing a new PS4 Slim uh, in it's, I think it's called like Steel Gray or something, or Steel Silver. It's kind of a cool looking PlayStation. So if you're in in the um, you know, in the market for a new PS4 Slim or something, check that out. It's limited edition. They announced a new Predator game, Predator Hunting Grounds. This Dude, is made this by awesome. yeah. So it's going to be made by uh, the same company called Ilphonic. <laughs> They're the guys who did Friday the Thirteenth game, and uh, it's going to be the same mechanic where it's a multiplayer only game where one person's Predator, and then there's like you know four or five. I imagine four or five or six other people who are soldiers. It takes place in a jungle, and it's that one v let's say five. They didn't say exactly how many people. It's still, it's not coming out until 2020. Like we don't really know any information other than it exists, but it looks so good. Like I'm so stoked. I love Friday the 13th. Um, that's not even like a franchise I necessarily like loved or enjoyed. Like I didn't grow up necessarily watching Friday the 13th, but I just love the gameplay of it. Like being uh, Jason and running around and just like having your superpowers beating the crap out of people or even just running around as a counselor, like is so terrifying um so being predator there's like laser cannons and you know claws and everything like that come out of the blades i can't wait i think it's going to be super funny really it cool. looks like a blast yeah. uh, and i i think it'd also be fun to just to be the the people trying to get away from predator i oh, mean yeah. that should be terrifying no, absolutely that's <laughs> there's some so much fun to be had for there being like oh my god you know not that i've ever done that when i play scary yeah. games because i'm yeah no, never <laughs> never um, yeah, a lot of people were poo-pooing it just because Ilphonic, like, Friday the 13th was a janky game, but it was it was made by a very small team, um, and it was actually, I think it was made before they even, like, they started making it before they even had the license of Friday the 13th. Like, it was going to be, like, uh, it w- technically wasn't originally made to be a Friday the 13th game. It wasn't until afterwards, and... Uh, it was you know, a similar vein, they, and then they, they saw got it. The like license. the, the license, yeah. the people who own the license Friday the 13th are like, "Hey, that's an awesome game. Do you mind? Like, we're willing to give you the license, and you can run with it." Um, and so it's super janky. But with this one, they're actually working hand in hand with uh, Fox Studios, which you know. So I imagine this, that's a much bigger budget. I imagine it'll be a much bigger team. We didn't actually watch actual video gameplay. There's none out there yet. Yeah. No, they no. just it's just a teaser trailer. But right. I would not. But be it was surprised. a very cool teaser trailer. Yeah. So it looks it looks pretty neat. Uh, Monster Hunter World has a new uh, DLC coming out, and by the sounds of it, it's not nothing to shake a stick at. It's supposed to be pretty huge. Like some people are comparing it to almost like a Monster Hunter World two. Like I'm supposed to add a ton of new monsters, a whole like a bunch of new worlds, a ton of new missions, new story. So the, um, by the looks of it, it looks like it's now set in Minnesota. Yeah, lots of trees, lots of snow. Yes, it was like nothing but snow, man. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> um, it is uh, forty bucks. I want to say it doesn't here say here in the news article, but from the reports that come out afterwards, it's gonna be like a forty dollar DLC. So it's a pretty sizable chunk of a game if they're charging forty bucks for it. Um, so if you're into Monster Hunter World, check that out. Um, Medieval got a release date, the remake, October twenty fifth. We watch a trailer. It just looks like super like cartoony and cheesy. It doesn't look great. Like Crash Bandicoot, the remake looked incredible. Spyro, the remake looked incredible. Medieval is just kind of like, uh, it doesn't look that great. But it looks like it could be fun. It looks like a fun. You never played it when you when you were younger, right? 
No, so I I played it. I never owned the game though. So my parents never let me own the game. They wouldn't buy it for me. Lame. Uh, it was a little scary and demons and skeletons and stuff like that. Uh, as cartoony as it was. Yeah. Uh, but we had a demo disc from Pizza Hut. I think we had one of those Pizza Hut demo disc. Um, and I it was about ten or fifteen minutes of gameplay, and I would just play that over and over and <laughs> over and over. I think it was the same. Yeah. Um, demo disc that had uh oh what was the other game on there? I don't know. There was like probably eight or nine games on there or something. But man, I loved the demo. I was I a never teenager in high game. school. It was fun. It was a fun game. And I, when I saw the the trailer, I had a little different reaction than you. I thought it was it was really neat to watch it updated. Yeah, uh, but it's still cartoony and like yeah. fun, you know and. Uh, it's not in any way scary, but I I can totally understand where your parents didn't want you to play it. You know, it was when it came out in the age you were, but it looks like a lot of fun. Um, I wouldn't personally buy it, uh, but I do have fond memories of the original. Yeah, I uh, just updated. You know, let's see, it came out in '98, so what was I like? One year? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Something uh, like that. I was actually out of high school. I would have been five. Gosh, I'm old. You're old. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, be old now. <sighs> but uh, so that's that's why they wouldn't let me have it. Um, but no, I, I Wait, I'd, be, no, I'd, I'd be interested in definitely checking it out. Um, again, I don't know if it'll be something I buy like at launch. Yeah, this version looks really like Halloweeny. Yeah, you know, it, like, I feel like it's gonna be it's the perfect Halloween game, like a silly Halloween game, not like a horror Halloween yeah. game. This is just like oh, this will be fun to pop in, maybe like you know, stream for like. A little bit and just like goof off and like it doesn't seem any like anything serious it's like something you play for you know maybe a weekend and then you're like okay that was fun nostalgia trip or something um but we'll see i don't know if i'll buy it day one though and then the cool thing the best thing from this state of play i would say is uh the final fantasy 7 remake trailer debut so they kind of like re-announced the final fantasy 7 remake they had announced it a couple years ago and then we haven't heard anything since. Just totally radio silent. Um, la- was at the end of last year? There was news that came out that production wasn't going as they wanted. And so they restructured. The- I think they brought in a new company to make the game. So it sounds like basically they kind of like started over. They're like, this isn't the game we were wanting to make. So they started over. Now this is the first trailer, the first news at all that we've heard in a long time from them. And it, it looks really good. I'm really excited for this. I never, again, this is a game I never played the original other than a trailer, I think, or not a trailer, a demo, like on one of those demo discs. I had a demo disc with Final Fantasy VII. Um, but uh, so I, I'm excited to play it because I never got to touch the original. Um, I So this is something you brought up while watching the trailer. Um, and I... I don't like it, and well, you didn't like it initially. But once I explained it to you, then you're like, "Oh, okay, that's a little different than than what you thought." But I, I'm, I'm not a fan of it. So I really like the turn-based strategy games where it's like people are standing there, and then you choose your ability, and then you do it, da da da. Because it, that's what like, what Pokemon is. Like I love that turn-based, like going back and forth. Um, Final Fantasy was like that. A lot of games were like that, where you strategize. It's more of a strategy game than an action game. Um, Maybe that's uh, why I don't like things because I don't have any strategies. Yeah. I'm like, it's a lot hit, of like, kick, it's like playing punch. chess. Yeah. It's basically like trying to play chess in a video game form. I'm good, um, at, I'm good at chess. The, the new one is uh, they're adopting kind of the new fighting 
mechanic, which I think was first introduced in, I don't know if it's Final Fantasy 13 or 14. I know it was definitely in 15 because I played 15. Um, and it's just like hack and slash. Like you just like button mash, you're swinging a sword. And it still has a little menu on the side to do like special abilities or um, use like a health potion or something. But otherwise you're just like tapping the button, slashing the crap out of people with your ginormous sword. <laughs> So that's what the Final Fantasy VII remake looks like it's going to have. It's not going to be the original turn base. It's going to be just hack and slash, which it could be fun. Yeah, the, graphics, know, the graphics are amazing, though. You know there's two nerds that are listening to the podcast right now. They're, like, totally mad. Like, that's totally lame, and it should totally be turn-based uh, for the nostalgia purposes to be exactly like how it used to be. That's just ridiculous. Yeah, right? Mean, Changing it up and trying to, like, mainline it and mainstream it, that's just pathetic. Why do they all talk like they live in your basement? <laughs> I don't know. What's even weirder is I don't have a basement, so. <laughs> oh, man. Things did just get so weird. <laughs> get real weird. Uh, the last thing is just real quick news. Um, Walt Disney released a schedule of all their motion pictures until the year uh, 2027. So we know what they're, like an idea of what they're going to be making for the next eight years, is that? They're doing live action movies of The Lion King, live action movies of Jungle Book, live action movies, Book. live action good. movies of Lady and the Tramp, live action movies of Little Mermaid, live action. Wait. Okay, so here's the list. That's something like what they're doing, right? Here's the list. I got the list for you. Oh, there's legitimately a list that he's bringing yeah. up right now. No, this is the list that they released all their. I think it was like during an earnings call or something. They it so it wasn't necessarily to the public, but the public could see it. Um, so they have this year, 2019, we have Tolkien, which is coming out, or it's already out last weekend. Uh, Aladdin, uh, Dark Phoenix, Toy Story 4, Stuber. So some of these are Fox properties because Disney now owns Fox. Uh, the Lion King, uh, The Art of Racing in the Rain, Ready or Not, Ad Astra, Woman in the, the, the Woman in the Window, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, Ford versus Ferrari, not a lot of oh here we go frozen 2 comes out this year star wars the rise of skywalker is this year um let's see i'm not going to read everything i just want to read through this year but 2020 some cool ones we have coming is uh there's a live action mulan coming out uh so here it is kingsman movie there's an untitled kingsman yeah, untitled movie untitled kingsman movie in in february um so may 1st there's an the first untitled Marvel movie, so we're so we're gonna get uh, you know uh, Spider Man here in July I think it is, and we won't get another Marvel movie until May first. And there's and, another one coming up in November. That's crazy. What the the next untitled Marvel? Movie oh yeah, is yeah. In November ne- of that next same year. year. So 2020 and 2020 we're getting two Marvel movies, but it says untitled for both. One in May. And one in November, um, okay, which is, is it, awesome. Like, is it sad that, that even though that's awesome, the thing that I'm most excited about in the list that I'm seeing right now is Cruella. <laughs> Cruella has her own movie. Yeah. The the villain from 101 yeah, Dalmatians. December 23rd, 2020, there's going to be a Cruella movie. Um, that's something. I don't know who could who could play that. No idea. Uh, let's see. 2021. 
so we have a ton of untitled Marvel movies. So there's going to be one in February. There's going to be one in May. There's going to be one in November. So we're getting three Marvel movies that year. That's awesome. 2021. Uh, most of this is all untitled. So we're going to get one, two, three, four untitled Disney live action movies, um, which is a la, you know, Lion King, Jungle Book, all that stuff. Um, Avatar 2. So Avatar 2 is originally slated to come out next year. It got postponed quietly. They didn't say anything. They just released this report and everyone's like, wait a second, that was supposed to come out in 2020. So kind of under, uh, under, you know, totally silently without saying anything, they've postponed Avatar 2, so that's interesting. Uh, and then we're actually, so I'm, I'll go through, Avatar 3 is due out in 2023, Avatar 4 in 2025, and Avatar 5 in 2027. That is absolutely astronomical, man. So we've gone, like, how many years without uh, an Avatar movie? And then, let's see, 2009, so it's been 10 years. Um, and then all of a sudden we're going to get, like, four more in like i don't know what is that five years that's a money grab if i've ever seen one yeah that's a little ridiculous i don't know about that well we've heard rumors about james cameron saying that he had like a few more in the in the bank no he's talked about it but it just seems so ridiculous like to go like 10 years and be like okay like and act as if nothing's gonna happen and then because he's, I mean, he's talked about doing a sequel, but he's just, nothing's ever become of it. And then all of a sudden be like, here it is, boom, 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 right after another, like, I feel like they, they're not, they can't be that good. Well, he was busy, man. He had to get down to the Mariana's Trench in that submersible, man. Yeah, it takes. Did you watch that? Nope. It's pretty crazy. Didn't watch it. Uh, it was totally nerdy. <laughs> right up your alley. Right up my alley. <laughs> um, another cool thing is they've announced a new Star Wars trilogy. How is that cool? 2022, 2024, and 2026. They already have dates for three new Star Wars movies that are part of a new trilogy, and people are thinking this is the one that's going to be completely directed by Ryan Johnson, who did The Last Jedi. So, I don't know. I'm well, this, stoked. This is outside it'll be, it'll of the be, story. Yeah, so it'll be completely the, yeah. new story, new characters, new planet, like nothing. The Skywalker. It's supposed so to be completely is, yes. disconnected from the Skywalker story. Which is going to be cool because for so long, since you know seventy four when the first one came out, like it's just always revolved on the Skywalkers. So to get away from that and see what else is going on in this huge galaxy, I'm excited for. I like Star Wars stuff. No, I'm super excited for it. That's, you're not you excited shaking, for it. What are you shaking your head for? I could be excited because you're the worst. I could be. I'm not. <laughs> no, but yeah, I just thought that was cool. Um, because no, it is cool. That's actually know, we, a really great list. Even though a lot of it just says untitled, like we don't know what it is. Just the fact, like there's so many movies on there. Like there's, I don't know. I in my head counting real quick. I don't know. There's probably like 50 movies over the next like eight years or something that are coming out. Disney it's owns crazy. everything now. Yeah. With them taking over Fox, their streaming uh, service is going to be insane. Oh, yeah. It really is. And I think I saw even in the news today that Comcast is pulling out of their ownership because Disney and Comcast have partial ownership of Hulu. Comcast is pulling out, so Disney is kind of taking Hulu. So if that's the case, who knows if they either merge Disney Plus and Hulu or if if they're connected in some way. Like, that could be a huge deal. Maybe there could be package deals. Yeah. I'm sure there'll be some sort of like, if you have both of them, you get a discount or something. See what happens, Netflix, when you cancel Santa Clarita Diet? Dummies. 
That's what's going on. Disney takes over the world. You just pissed Walt Disney's ghost off. <laughs> Jeez. Um, I don't know if there's if he actually has a ghost. I'm not sure. Uh, you never know. I think his head is still cryogenically frozen. <laughs> Um, cool. Uh, so new releases, Rage 2 comes out, well, today as a recording, the 14th. So Rage 2 is out. Um, I've heard it's getting mediocre reviews. Not bad, but not like 9 out of 10s, that's for sure. So people are saying it's a really fun game, um, but, uh, not necessarily a lively open world, which is kind of sounds a lot like Days Gone. (laughs) People love the like it was a beautiful game and there's some cool stuff, but it's just like not a very beautiful world or not a very active, like lively world that you're in. Like, cause it's not a lot going on. Um, but, uh, yeah, cool. Well, what you been playing? Well, what you've been playing? What have I been playing? Okay. I have two things that I want to talk about. One thing I had to cut out of last week cause we just didn't have time. Well, not cut I'm it sure out. It wasn't that I said something inappropriate and you had to, we, we had to skip it. it. That's a better choice of words. <laughs> Uh, I did a one week trial of PlayStation now. So I had used it like a couple years ago. And then the other, like last week I happened to be scrolling through the catalog. Cause I, I saw this ad on Facebook, 700 plus games available for streaming, blah, blah, blah. I was like, you know, I'll go check it out. Um, and it said I had a free trial again. I'm like, okay, I'll sign up. Cool. Uh, P- PlayStation now is like, that's a sleeper hit. Like, people are freaking out over Game Pass and Google Stadia and all this stuff. PlayStation Now, the price point's a little harsh. If you pay for a year, it's like 8 bucks a month. But if you, so it comes out to what, like $99 for the year, or whatever. If you pay it all up front, it's all, it calculates out to 8 bucks a month. If you want to pay month to month, it's like 20 or 30 bucks a month. So they get you. Like, if you just want to do a couple months here and there, it's expensive. But if you pay for a whole year, it's really cheap, actually. 700 plus games. They have PS4 games. They have PlayStation 3 games and they have PlayStation 2 games on there. Um, I was streaming a PlayStation 3 game, Metal Gear Solid 4, <laughs> which I've talked about a bunch of times. Like, I'll never be able to play it again. I'll yeah. never be able, like, unless I own a PlayStation 3. I didn't realize it was on PlayStation now until I did the free trial and it popped up. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, I haven't played this in forever. So I, like, played through the first, like, hour and a half of Metal Gear Solid 4 in. It streamed incredibly, like no hitches, no problems. Granted, I have faster internet. I have uh, like 150 megabytes per second um, down and like 10 up or something like that. How how many do you have? Because I actually checked mine yesterday. I have 150 megabytes per second. And sometimes, well, it usually averages about 180 actually, even though I pay for a 150. I literally had 3.23 yesterday. Okay. Well, it probably wouldn't work at your house. Well, that's where I'm at is we're actually getting ready to get Comcast because nice. my, Good choice. my AT&T and where I'm at is- As much as I hate Comcast. Xfinity and Comcast, like they have the best internet in this area at least. <laughs> it's up, uh, according to uh, my buddy who has it in the same town, it's up at about like on average 75 to 100. Okay. That's plenty to stream stuff. Yeah. Um, but So the way PlayStation Now works is- PlayStation 3 games, you can't download them. You can only stream them because of the way the games were created. Um, Basically, you have to play it through an emulator. So essentially, when you fire up the game, somewhere in the San Mateo PlayStation headquarters, that's not true, it's probably not there, but somewhere where they have a server farm, uh, a PlayStation fires up and then streams the video to your 
PlayStation 4 is basically what's happening. That's the only way to play PlayStation 3 games because of the weird cell processor, the way they design the system and the games. Like, it's very hard to emulate and very hard to bring to other consoles like PlayStation 4 or anything else. Um, but PlayStation 4 games and PlayStation 2 games, you can download right to the console. Like, they figured that out. They can emulate PlayStation 2 games no problem on your console. And PlayStation 4 games, like I was playing Mortal Kombat X that came out like four or five years ago. That's a PS4 game. Downloaded it right to my hard drive, fired it up, looked incredible. Because it's downloaded, it's not streaming over the internet. Works great, run awesome. Um, as soon as your service is done, you lose the game, correct? Yeah, they're still on my console, but when I click on them, it just says, oh, you've your subscription's out of date, you need to renew, blah, blah, blah. It gives me all the options to, to renew it. But um, I don't know. I... Okay, so I think, think I think this is a huge contender to Game Pass, and I don't know why Sony is not making a bigger deal out of it. So you think it's a sleeper hit? That basically they're kind of sleeping on it. Nobody's... The only the only downfall is like obviously like Game Pass has like any Xbox exclusive day and date is on that hardware is on or on that that uh, the service. So like the day Crackdown Three came out, you could play it that day. PlayStation Four games. I think the newest game they had on there. Was uh, boy, actually, I I couldn't even tell you honestly. But they, I mean, they had like games like Bloodborne. They had games like Ratchet and Clank. Like they have a lot of like the big, the more famous exclusive games on there and stuff. Um, but there wasn't anything probably from the last couple of years, two or three years, honestly. But that could easily change. Like at that's that's something where like the next day to play, they could be like, oh, and now our PlayStation now includes exclusives, blah blah blah, whatever they want to do. Um, but yeah, I don't. I just don't know. And the other cool thing, technically you can pay for a PlayStation Now subscription and you don't even have to have a PlayStation. You can there's a PlayStation Now app for your PC. So if you have a computer, it doesn't even have to be a good computer because it's streaming. As long as you have a computer that can connect to the internet and has a USB plug to plug a PlayStation 4 controller into, uh you can buy uh you can play PlayStation Now without even having to own any PlayStation consoles. Like, that's insane to me. That's like, with game, with game Pass, it only really works on an Xbox One. I know they're talking about trying to get it to a point where xCloud and stuff can yeah, be yeah, done yeah. off Yeah, Obviously, of- the plan is to bring it to phones, to bring it to your computer, to bring it to the Switch, to bring it to whatever. But at this point, it's just all majority of the games are on uh, Xbox One. But with PlayStation Now, it's accessible on the PlayStation, and then... Yeah, on your PC, which is insane. So your only investment is the service subscription cost and like a controller, which you can get for like 30 or 40 bucks on Amazon. I guess this seems insane to me. So that's a huge sleeper sleeper hit. I think it's going to be a big deal coming into the PlayStation 5 future here. Um, but yeah. I think I need to get one of those 30 or $40 uh, controllers because one of my controllers uh, will not connect to the PlayStation and then the other one won't charge. Oh, jeez. It's, it's such a pain. Yeah, I have not played any video games all week long. <laughs> this has been the saddest week of my life, yeah, d It's been so sad. So Sounds horrible. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, I've had a couple of days where the kids are gone and the wife is out of the house, and I'm like, all right, it's time. I'm going to get down on some Red Dead Redemption up in the, up in the epilogue. And then I can't do it because I can't make that thing work. It won't <laughs> listen to me. 
So I don't know what to do, man. So I've tried to reset it. I'm watching YouTube videos, and it's just you just you just plug the controller into the USB, and then it syncs it. That's all you got to do. Where the heck have you been? Where have you been? You just plug it in, press the PlayStation button, and it's good, almost good like you've been out of state doing something else. Almost and like yeah, man. Thank you, Garrett. Thank you. You're, You're a problem no solver. Problem. So what I've been doing this week is uh, I haven't been able to play anything, so I have been watching some uh, really awesome films, uh, one of which was Netflix. I don't know if it was a Netflix uh, exclusive or not, if it was a Netflix movie, but uh, I started watching The Silence with Stanley Tucci last night, and I watched that with my daughter and had an awesome time, man. Super, I love I love it when my daughter and I get to have some like one-on-one time. She's 15, and we do like the one-on-one thing. We both like scary movies. We like to watch horror movies. My wife is not a huge fan of scary anything um, because normally if we watch a scary movie together, I fall asleep because it's late at night and the kids are in bed, yeah. and I just pass out, and then she's like, I'm awake having to watch a scary movie alone. And uh, I'm like, but I'm here to comfort you, sweetheart, you know, while I like lay on your leg and make it go to sleep. Um, so we watched the silence and it's awesome. They break into some kind of a cave system that's been closed off for a million years and out come these like bat like creatures that like swarm all over killing everybody and Jeez. they're attracted to sound. Think a quiet place, but with like these bat things called okay. Vesp and it's a lot of fun. I, I originally I looked at them like, okay, cheesy, yeah. cheap B movie. No, had a blast. It's actually a really, really fun story and it's, and it's a lot of fun. That's awesome. Yeah. That's a Netflix original. I just looked it up. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So you can get it on Netflix. Um, this came out May 16th. All right. So I'm not going to cancel which, Netflix just yet. Oh, that's in Germany. That doesn't make any sense. It says it came out May 16th in Germany, but it's only the 14th right now. So hmm. technically, did you watch a movie that's not out yet? That's the whole thing. Did you travel thing. to the future? That's what I did, yeah. So okay. That's what happens. The Germans are always trying to like, you know, do the whole going back into the past and, you know, going back to the future and whatnot, you know? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> um, the other thing I did this weekend, so I was in Seattle with my friend, Sterling. Talked about him on the show before. I took my PS4 with me. We played some Apex together. That was awesome. Sitting in the same room. Still both had our headsets on, though, so we weren't actually talking to each other. It's funny to be like six foot from the other guy and still be talking through the headset. You hear a little bit of echo, like you hear him a little muffled in the room. We do that every headset. We do that every week, and we're like three feet from each other. Yeah, I mean that's essentially what we do now. Where we have headphones on, we're listening through the microphones because, man, JJ's natural voice is not pleasant to listen to, but <laughs> I make it sound good. Through you this do, microphone. you do. I love that you do that. Thank you. He makes it sound like I've got like a radio DJ voice on occasion. Yeah, I love um, that. Yeah, all those like accents and you know impressions that he does, it's all digital. It's Everything's none of it's real. modulated. None of every it's real. every bit of it's modulated, except for the racist stuff. I don't. know. No, that. that stuff is not modulated. Um, but we watched Saturday morning. We watched Detective Pikachu. I'm nervous, dude. <laughs> dude, you guys are two grown men. We are Just two grown sh- men that grew up at the time that Pokemon was sweeping the nation. Okay. Here, here's what I'm gonna do. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna, I'm gonna just paint a picture. Okay. Okay. So these two grown men, both young, mid twenties, good looking guys. You know, were you guys sitting next to each other? Were you guys at the theater yeah. sitting arm in arm? No. I mean, we were next to each other. We weren't touching. 
Was there, it was those was nice, there, it was those big recliner seats. So he was about like ten feet from me. You know how they are; they're like huge. You're swimming in. I've them. seen them, and they're usually like ones that you sit together in, like it's a sofa, love uh, seat. No. Like it's like a love. Well, you're sitting in a love seat. Wasn't with your feet one of up. those. I promise it wasn't one of those. <laughs> I want pictures, Garrett. I want pictures. Well, I can't go back in the past and get you those pictures. I'm you sorry. You could too if you were in Germany. Have to take my word. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, but this. Like, uh, I know last week you said you thought we were going to be the only grown men. We were not. As I said, I told you, we were not the only grown men in that theater. There were a lot of kids. I will tell you, there were a lot of kids in there. The grown men were there taking there their were, sons, there buddy. Were, there were a lot of grown men in there. there was taking actually, their children. There was a older, uh, there was a couple sitting next to, to Sterling, uh, his husband and wife. Um, and, uh, <laughs> Sterling was going on. She's, uh, the, the lady was kind of, coming out of her seat into his seat and like even the way she was sitting with her legs like she had them all the way to the left so they were almost like on his like foot rest and he like kept trying to move away from her and she kept like almost like moving closer out of her seat like into his seat yeah it was a little he was not comfortable because she was just sitting so close and like she took both cup holders like put i think drink down in one cup <laughs> was she holder like eating his popcorn too and like snacks down the other one sterling is just like yeah <laughs> he really felt like she was invading her person his personal space a little bit maybe but. she was she a bigger lady because i mean sometimes, a little bit sometimes we're like spatially unaware she you know a, what i mean she was, she was a little bit bigger but sometimes I mean, we just don't know you know like i didn't visit my space that's my candy give me the popcorn here son <laughs> just reaching over in sterling's lap taking his popcorn yeah she's like, like hey you guys are both in your mid-20s and you guys don't have any kids here you guys are watching <laughs> pokemon you're freaking weirdos uh but uh but the movie, let's talk about the movie oh, here. That, the movie experience, the, the movie going experience, you know, that's great, whatever. But the movie. So this movie, in my opinion, was awesome. I I loved it. I really enjoyed it. Um, but I'm also not completely naive and blind. This movie is totally geared towards kids, despite what the marketing made it look like. Like, it's one of those things where, like, people are like, oh, Pokemon's a kid's movie. And then the marketing went so hard, like... Ryan Reynolds is in it. Detective Pikachu is Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds as Detective Pikachu. Like they pushed the whole like and even had like trailers and videos with him and like um, really pushing that, almost trying to get that Deadpool crowd in after because the Deadpool success of those movies. And then you go there and you're like, oh, no, this is, this is still just a kid's movie with just Ryan Reynolds in it, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's just super smart. Yeah, it, it, so like and like I said, it didn't make it a bad movie. It just like the marketing pushed so hard, everyone was just like, "Oh, it's gonna be some like you know kind of you know his type of humor," and they're snuck in here and there, and, you know, and a little more blue maybe or something like that, or just a little more adult oriented than just like um, you know childish whatever humor. Um, that's just stupid goofs and laughs here. There's nothing wrong with any of that. No, just saying. No. But uh, so on a nerd meter. On a nerd meter of like five nerds, how many nerds would you give it? I don't. I don't even know what you're talking about. I don't understand your rating scale. I'm sorry. Like, I'm a dummy. No. Okay. So like, look, there's two thumbs up. Yeah. So like, I give it two thumbs up. I give it like. So one. is five nerds good? Five or bad? nerds is the best. Okay. okay. Be like, eh, so that's a good two, movie. Two nerds. Okay. Yeah. No, no. Five is like. Because sometimes it's like when things are Star Wars when awesome. some things are super nerdy, it's bad to you. So I didn't want to give it more no. nerds, and then you're like, no, oh, no, it's a no. terrible. We're going movie. on the premise that nerdy is great. Okay, I would give it a three point seven five. 
that is a pretty high nerd movie. That's yeah. that's very good, I would assume. Very good. Yeah. It yeah. was not fantastic, but it sure. wasn't bad either. Like it was actually like a really good solid movie. It uh I I love the humor in it. I've heard some of people say like, "Oh, the humor kind of fell flat." I was chuckling like cuz it's the whole premise and it's set up in the trailer. Only the kid uh played by uh Justice Smith only the old kid, he's like 21 years old or something in the thing, but he's this dude's son. His his dad is a detective. He comes, his dad gets killed. He comes to the city to finish things up and then a mystery ensues. Uh, <clears throat> he's the only one who can understand this Pikachu because in the Pokemon world, Pokemon don't talk. Like that's just kind of always been a thing. We all knew that. You don't need to like say that. And so the fact that he can like, converse with this Pikachu is super weird like he's like wait I can understand you and then Pikachu Ryan Reynolds is like you can understand me like <laughs> this is the funniest thing and so um, I forget where I was going with that but uh, was basically at the premise to the yeah to the movie. Um, yeah so it was like a really funny movie just with like that dynamic just like you know Ryan Reynolds is a little like uh, like because Justice will be having conversations with other human characters. And since no one else can understand Ryan Reynolds, he'll just throw out these little quips or like one-liners that only Justice hears, but the other character, all they hear is like, Pika, Pika, you know, like the Pikachu thing or whatever. Yeah. And so he's just saying things or insulting them or whatever, and they're just totally clueless. And it's just, it makes for some really That's funny moments cool. and stuff like that. So I'm excited uh, by hearing you give it so so high of a rating. I'm actually going to take my son Lee uh, this coming Saturday, we're going to go and watch the movie together, father and son, little, you know, go out and go watch it and stuff like that. So I'm glad you said that it was a, a movie orientated towards kids. Yeah, it's but geared towards kids. One thing you shared with me uh, in a personal conversation earlier today that I am on bended <laughs> knee and I'm I'm begging you, Garrett Morlang, to please share with our listeners, our loving uh, listeners here. You said, "Wait, wait, wait, wait! This is personal, JJ. This is personal. No, nothing's personal, dude. Me, my wife me... said, my, I'm sorry. My daughter recently said, "Oh, Dad, don't say that on the podcast. That's going to be on the podcast, isn't it? <laughs> Everything is game on. <laughs> Everything you said to me earlier on today, when talking about the movie and the premise of Pokemon being real. <laughs> what did you say? Okay. Before I say this." I'm, I'll tell you. You say you're a jerk. <laughs> but no, before I say this, so this movie is geared towards, like, it is heavily towards kids, but it's super heavily geared towards those with nostalgia for Pokemon, hardcore, people who played the games and had the trading cards and played the card game, all that stuff. With that in mind, I told JJ, I was like, I love this movie. Maybe that's why I gave it such a high score, like 3.75. Because I had such a big nostalgia for it. And I was telling the story. I was like, when I was a kid, like, so I was telling this movie is a dream come true. Because when I was a kid, (laughs) I would literally pray before bed. I would pray to God and be like, Lord, you know, because I grew up in a Christian home. I'm Christian. We've talked about that in the past. Like, dear Lord, please make Pokemon real. Like that sounds totally ridiculous to say as an adult, but as a kid, I would beg (laughs) for God to make Pokemon a real thing in the real world and that I could catch Pokemon and fight Pokemon. I was such a nerd as a kid. Like here I am praying (laughs) that Pokemon would be a real thing. 
uh, and my, what my my whole point was like, this movie is a prayer come true. <laughs> like I pray, pray yes! God answered it. It came to life. And you've just reached like ultimate nerd status. <laughs> like you said that out loud. Oh man, I love it. I love yeah, it. This is the greatest was... thing I've ever heard, Garrett. You've never said anything more poetic and beautiful and hilarious just, and childlike I mean, in but its that's simplicity. What, every kid was like that. Whether they, no, they weren't. Whether no, no they weren't. Every kid who's into Pokemon was like that. Whether they were Christian, like they were either wishing it, they were praying to whatever God they had, they were (laughs) willing everything in their mind into like the whole, I'm just going to will it into existence. Every kid wanted that. Guys, this is the last episode because we can't get any better than this. This is it. There's no no going up and no going down from here. Yeah. So it happened, guys. We did it. (laughs) We did it. We held real Pokemon into existence. Oh, my God. Because it was a beautiful movie. That's another thing. The reason I gave it such a high score is because- they did such an incredible job with the CG. Like there's maybe, t- for me, I thought there was only like one or two scenes where Pokemon looked a little out of place, but like 95% of it was incredible. Like everything looks so real, looks so perfect in the world. There's hilarious scenes. It, it's a it's a fun movie. If I know it's not for everyone, but my opinion is just from my history with the franchise, I thought this is probably one of the better, if not the best Pokemon movie and definitely the best video game movie out there. Like that's another big thing is there's never been a good yeah, video game in like just a general video game movie and this this kills it. Yeah. To- totally cool. I'm glad you enjoyed the movie, man. I can't <laughs> wait to take my son to go see it and afterwards I'm going to say, "Do you wish that they were real?" <laughs> I'm just kidding you, man. You could edit this out if you want. That's fine, <laughs> okay. So here's what we're going to do. We are going to move on to this last segment here before we close out the show. Choose your own adventure. It's been going on for a few weeks now. We still don't know who the mystery man is or woman who's been sending in these uh, these little story tidbits. But based off of JJ's previous answers on the story of taking the sword. and You actually gave it up a couple of episodes ago accidentally. That's not true. It's true. No. Do you want me to tell you who it is? Yeah, go ahead. It's And you said it not that long ago here on the on the uh, show. You said, yeah, when was sending in the... I don't think so. Guaranteed. I definitely never gave it away. Yep. Well, I'll listen back. I'll prove you wrong. I want you to listen back, and I want you to, like, timestamp that and put that in the show notes and when you gave it up. Yes, you did, because I was like... I'm bleeping I all was... this out. No one's going I've never, never given anything away. Are you going to seriously bleep it out? Yeah, no one will ever know we've had this conversation. It's going to be a big one. one you normally, I, dude, you normally bleep out everything I say, and I'm right for a change. You made a mistake. <laughs> You're wrong, Morlang. No, you find it and prove it to me. You prove it to me. I don't want to go back and listen. Okay. Hey, guys. This is Garrett from the future. I did, in fact, spoil it last week. I know I denied it so vehemently in the episode. But I listened back to a previous episode, and I did, in fact, spoil the surprise on who the mystery man was. I'm sorry, JJ. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry to my family. And uh, I hope you all can forgive me. Alrighty, you can go back to the present time now. Uh, so here's the next part of the adventure. You pull the sword from the body. As you do, you feel a force subtly reverberate from the hilt through your your body. It subsides as quickly as it happened. 
You see the body begin to disintegrate into white dust that is picked up with a wind that came from nowhere. As you make your way to the village, the villagers can visibly see that you are distraught and in shock. The baker, Reginald Fairfield, whom you visit on a weekly basis, stops his horse and buggy to offer assistance. He reminds you that you only have one church. Because remember last week you were talking about all the different churches. Multiple churches. He says, there's only one church and asks if you're all right and starts naming off, as you start naming off the different churches. (laughs) He directs you to the Chantry of Grumbar, which is apparently the name of the church. Um, As you make your way there, he reminds you that your family is going to be upset that you're out so late. You approach the church and see uh, a church with a solid foundation, a tannish color with intricate oak pillars out in the front, an expression of the Chantry's commitment to the earth, solidarity, changelessness, and oaths. The enormous wood doors are closed, but you see a few lanterns on through the window. A few villagers are out and about on the cobblestone paths about the church. What do you do? First of all, I'm going to try to figure out who is uh, over-tithing at this church because how can they afford to have oak pillars outside? Those things are really pricey. Uh, I'm going to start asking questions, man, and I'm going to offer up. I'm going to tell them like, hey, you know what? I just found this sword, Okay. and I'm not going to tell them where I found it. And if, if they mention anything about the blood— I'm just going to tell him, like, I don't I don't know. I just picked it up, and I just wanted to go back to whomever owns it. I was thinking it might belong to this church here, and I got to go home because my, my wife um, is going to be super upset that I'm not home to make dinner. So if you can, like, and also to do my uh, household chores. So if you guys can, like, hold on to this sword, I'm going to trust you with this because I cannot turn it in for money for a switch right now. Because they have not released the Switch Lite. Right, right, right. Because that's not coming out until the fall, you understand, you random dude who I've never met before that okay. I'm sharing this information with. So you find a stranger in the church, and, you, and, like, and you say you, you quickly grab him, and you say all that to him. You're like, I'm hey, a, yeah, here's I'm a, a sword. It's extremely quick. Do you know anything? I talk fast when I'm excited. Yeah. So I can, I can pretty okay. sure I can get all of that stuff out. I'm just be like, hey, dude, can you take this sword, homie? Homie. Brother. You know, because he's in front of a church. Brother, yeah. So I'm going to, you know, I might even take the R off the end of it, brother. I might, you know, throw that out there. But it's what, you know, you do. Hey, what's up, brother? Yeah. Uh, cool. Well, we will uh, see what we get next week from that response. Yes. From Nope. <laughs> Definitely not. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh If you haven't already, remember to go check out our Patreon. Uh, it's patreon.com slash supergamerboys. Um, you can, uh, support us there and, uh, that will help us, um, yeah, bring you more cool stuff. Go over there. There's different tiers. You can become our producer. You can become a sponsor. You can become whatever the heck you want. Um, remember to rate and review us, go over to iTunes or whatever your favorite podcast app is. Leave a review there. Um, and, uh, let's see. You can find us at supergamerboys.com, Twitter and Instagram at supergamerboys, facebook.com slash supergamerboys. I'm on Twitter at G Morlang. JJ is on Twitter at... At JJ Purdom. I check it all the time. Yeah, right. What? You haven't been on there in about six months. That's not true. Yeah. There's dust on my Twitter app right now on my phone. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, thank you so much to Star Andrews for our logo. Check her out on Instagram and Facebook. It's facebook.com slash ground floor, floor graphics and then uh, Instagram at ground floor graphics. Um, let's see. That's about wraps it up. It's a fun show. 
This was an awesome show. So I didn't show you this at the beginning of the, the podcast, but I wanted to show you. Check out this sweet water bottle I got. <laughs> Dude, he's got like a three-gallon, like, that thing is huge. It is one gallon. That's a water bottle, dude. It's one gallon, but it is larger than my head. It looks like a tankard. That thing is huge. <laughs> so oh, my god! I microphone in the table. That thing is giant. You but, got that in Washington? No. So I actually, uh, our boss sent out links last, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, hey, use the company car and buy a new water bottle for, for summer. Uh because it's going to be hot and there's a big sale going on for him. And so I bought one right away. And obviously by the look I of your face. I never got that text, dude. You were in it. Dude, he's holding out it. on me, no, man. You were there. But I got it. And this thing is freaking huge. Like it didn't, doesn't look that big on your little iPhone screen. And then you get it in real life. You're like, It's not Holy. actual size. <laughs> I didn't. How am I supposed to know that? This is a giant water bottle. I can't believe I didn't see this walking in. You're practically sitting on yeah, it right I now. I hit it under the table because I wanted to surprise you. Well, I'm very surprised. So, I, I carry around like cool. a, I carry around like a little tiny water bottle, and I've got to constantly refill it. I got caught uh, by my friend uh, filling up water from the tap and drinking it. And he was like, dude, you're disgusting. I'm you like, mean a tap like a hose tap or? No, tap in my kitchen. Huh. Um, we got really nasty water. Okay. But like I didn't have any good water. So I'm like, dude, I used to drink water from the hose and I'm fine. You know, I barely even twitch. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. I barely ever go on twitch.com either because, yeah. you know, you never like had me go on there. <laughs> Alrighty. Well. I know that's kind of a lame ending there talking about my water bottle, but I thought it was pretty dang cool. I'm proud of it. It was pretty cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I'm kind of jealous I don't have one. Guys, thank you guys for joining us here on Super Gamer Boys. He's Garrett. I'm JJ. We'll see you all on the flippity flop. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.